Did you miss Canty and Carlin? You know what we should have put out there on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80? The most, like, American song we could have played coming back. Not in the pantheon of usual 4th of July fair, but something just screamed America. Not Lee Greenwood. Not Lee Greenwood. Not not this. <laughs> I mean, this is... This is obvious. Just give me something that, you know, like some Blink-182. Give me some three chords. Very you easy think Blink-182 is the most American electric song. Electric guitar. You give me some Hendrix. You want know, to know what some... I think is the most American song of all time? Go on now. The uh, Toby Keith, we we put a boot in your ass song. Well, but that was a Because it really, yeah. but I understand, but it really encapsulates America. It's like we're awesome, and thus we're going to show you we're awesome by sticking wow. our feet places. Yeah. Like, I just think that is a... That is such an American idea of everything that our way to show our awesomeness is by kicking you. <laughs> that really will show. I feel like it sort of encapsulates the American mindset very well. A American mindset, by the way, that just led to a tie against Britain. And a tie, Randy Scott, where I think America was the better team. The United States controlled the play most of the time. Yeah. They get a tie, and now they will play Iran on Tuesday, and if they win that game, they will move on. I, it really is an interesting group when you look at it. Like, historically, we've had some conflicts with some of these countries in our group. Yeah, we hate the Welsh. Yeah, well, <laughs> and the Welsh, man, it was so funny watching that because the Welsh are so much older than us. They're that they're that intramural team at your college that was just the, <laughs> yes. the, the, the grad school guys. Like, the guys who they had, like, up. Yeah. families and mortgages and chest hair and kids and set plays, and they were just out there just – executing you like Princeton offense backdoor cuts when you're just out there with your fraternity guys sweating out last night, you know? The Welsh are the one nation in the world that has, I think, definitively the worst food. The we- That's saying Wales, something. Wales food is yeah. by far – basically, the, the, the way well, Wales does their food is to say, you know, seasoning of any sort, we're mm-hmm. against it. We yeah. would just like you to eat the plainest thing in the world mm-hmm. and then fry it. And that's basically what they do, and yeah. it's disgusting, and that's why they're not going to move on to the next one. You're going to get no pushback from me, man. It's a whole country full of Dan Orlovsky's over there. It really is. Just seasonless food. Just tapioca, tapioca <laughs> Good hair, country. Though. Great Good hair. hair. Yep, yeah. great. That's a that's, that's fair point. They can work at Telestrator. Uh, so, yes, United States draws with England. Nil-nil is the result. Uh, do we ha- can we play the cut from Taylor Twelman? Do we have that readily available? I want to hear it because Twelman, I, what's more American than, than pessimism as well? Because to me, go out there and get the three points that were very much on the table today. United States dominated time of possession. England might have drawn even in terms of sc- legit scoring opportunities. But it was the United States' match to win. And this was Twelman on SportsCenter AM earlier today talking about, and this was immediately following Iran's win earlier where they got three points and it sort of put the rest of group play into focus for the U.S. Why not try to win this game? If you win, if you draw or lose against England, nothing changes. So now it actually simplifies this for Greg Berhalter, who is a manager who I know very well, with Giovanni Reina coming off the bench, or maybe he starts, Christian Pulisic. Why not go for this? And here's the reason why. Greg Berhalter is a manager that's looked at it. He's seen the scenarios. He's now looked at it and said, wait a minute. We just need to win one of the two games because the Iran game is going to be the most important one. So why not? You're kind of playing a little bit with house money. 
and that's he's right. But they yeah. did try to win. I mean, except for the very end, they're getting some criticism because at the end they didn't try to score one more time. But I, but actually, I think they're in good shape. And Taylor's wrong about one thing. There was a scenario though where if they lost this it would hurt them, and that's if Wales beat England. And while that's unlikely, it's not impossible because now England, you know, is basically through. So I, I, I think this is a really good result for the United States. They were going to have to beat Iran either way. I think now you set up. Now you got to win. You can't tie. They actually have to win that game Tuesday. But they are set up to make the round. If you can't beat Iran, if you can't win one of the three games, then you shouldn't move on anyway. That's fair. And you think we have a history with England. You better believe the Welsh have a history with England as well. So that's, it's going to be an interesting final day of group play. It's going to be an agonizing uh, 90 and minutes. And nobody's out. You know, that's another interesting thing is that yeah. this will force England to play. Had England won today, they'd be through as the one. Now they're going to actually have to play and try to beat the Welsh in the final game. Yeah, and they and that's fine. I mean, they can be gassed out there. But, you know, nation of Jamie Vardy's or a nation of, uh, God, who's the carry? It's been so long since we've seen Ted Lasso. but Roy Kent. Not Roy Kent. Roy Kent I'd root for, and that's actual toughness. I, I didn't see much toughness from the three lines today. But who's, who's um, it's Jamie. Who, uh, God, the guy who looks like he swam everywhere because his hair's always wet. What's, ah, uh, come on. I'm blanking. Jamie. You're, you're, you're going a little too deep in the Ted Lasso references for the, for, I think, the average listener. Jamie Tart, thank you so Jamie much. Jamie Tart. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So we'll see how the rest of the group play. Uh, back here stateside, American football, as it were. Yes. I haven't talked about the Bills and Lions, and I, I would play for Dan Campbell. I don't think he'd have any use for me. You know, sometimes I look at it, Matt, and I think of basketball, <laughs> and I say, man, I could give you six fouls. I give you six fouls. I could box out. I could get you five, five rebounds. Put me out there. I could do it. You know, I'd cherry pick, but on defense. I wouldn't get back on offense. You go four on five more often than not. But with football, man, I play for Dan. You can tell the Lions are playing for Campbell. And they gave the Bills everything they could handle. And I'm just wondering how, how you're feeling coming out of this as a Bills fan. All right, can I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something I don't want to do, but I'm going to do it because I think it needs to be done. And that's pour some water on the Dan Campbell praise. Look, I watched Hard Knocks like everybody else. I really enjoyed it. He seems like an awesome dude. Those coaches seem fun. There's a lot of positivity around the, the whole thing. With that said, The Lions in the last two seasons have lost more close games in more agonizing ways than anyone, and a lot of it is self-inflicted. So let's look at yesterday. When they were driving at the end to kick that field goal, or to, excuse me, when they, yes, when they were driving at the end to kick that field goal, why didn't they run the clock out? Why did they call a timeout? Knowing that if they didn't get it on third down, they would end up with the Bills getting the ball back. They weren't going to score a touchdown from where they were. They should have run the clock down. Jim Nance was was on TV saying, call timeout, call timeout, but he was wrong. He, they shouldn't have called timeout. They should have let the clock run down and gotten the field goal. What they ended up doing by calling timeout was giving Josh Allen 23 seconds. And if you go look at the Detroit Lions losses, you got to give the team a lot of credit for being in those games. But they make re- terrible decisions down the stretch that causes them to lose games they could otherwise win. I still think he's going to come back for another year. He should, but everybody's like, well, I play for Dan Campbell because you watched him on Hard Knocks. I want to play for a coach that at the end makes decisions that actually help my team win, and Dan Campbell has to do better at that. That's fair. All, I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, you know, it sounds like 
you know, Jim Nance was maybe lost in the moment there with uh, Tony Romo talking over him the well, whole time. Well, on the one but... hand, I get it. I mean, I understand the idea of, okay, call timeout so you can run more plays. But you always have to consider what happens if, you're, if your number one goal doesn't occur. So it's third and one. They come out of the timeout and they throw deep. I don't understand that. It's third and one. If you're going to call timeout, I'm assuming you're churning the clock, try to get a first down and keep moving down the field to make the field goal easier. Instead, they throw a 30-yard out. It's incomplete, and you're giving Buffalo the ball back. To me, it just doesn't make sense. And I thought some of the play call down the stretch, well, actually in, in, uh, in the buildup to, to overtime, you cannot leave Josh Allen 23 seconds. Can't do it. And well, I know you can't. They, That's the one thing you can't do. They were down their best cornerback, uh, Detroit was, and they still held Stephon Diggs in check. They really did. Now they allowed Isaiah McKenzie to go off, but they held Diggs in check until, like, it was just, you had to be perfect against him. It really was. And, and he finishes 8 for 77 in the touchdown, and the touchdown was, I mean, the backbreaker in terms of you felt the air get let out of Detroit sales on that. And then the play over the middle, that put them into field goal range so that Bass could go ahead and, and drill another one. I guess if you're a Bills fan, if you're a Bills Mafia, and you're looking at it saying, we had to play two games in five days, and one of them was an air quotes home game in Detroit because of 80 inches of snow, and we get out of there with two wins, I'll take it. But you can't tell me you're happy with how the offense looked because there is a problem with Josh Allen. There's a problem with him turning the football over. He had his 11th interception of the season. This one, again, in the red zone. He's got four of those this season. You, it's something that comes back to bite you if you're at Arrowhead, right? It's something that comes back to bite you if you're – I'm trying to think of who else in the AFC is going to give them any fits at all. But it, I don't know. if you're Even if you're in Baltimore, maybe if you have to go on the road in Baltimore or if you're taking on an opportunistic defense or an offense that can make you pay, you know, it's – protecting the football is something he hasn't done a good job of this season. And quite frankly, it's something that can sink your season in the postseason. I think that's all fair – but I'm not as worried about it as you are because I do think he, you know, he giveth and he taketh away. So he's going to have – he's going to make throws that no one else can make. And so occasionally he's also going to make mistakes that he can't make. That's the way it goes. No one is perfect. There is no perfect football player except maybe Patrick Mahomes. He's pretty close to perfect. But he's otherwise, you're going to get – you're going to have an issue – if, if he can just cut down the red zone interceptions, that's a big deal. But part of me wonders, Randy, a big part of makes, what makes him great is he sees things other people do, can't, don't do, and he makes throws other people can't. If he starts saying, eh, don't know if I can do that, maybe he doesn't make the throw to Diggs that actually gives them that, th- that field goal at the end. you got to be very careful sort of taking away the gunslinging from a gunslinger, and I think that's the, what you have to worry about with Josh Allen. Yeah, you don't want to take away what makes him special, and it is that, that lack of fear, uh, that lack of risk analysis just sort of let it rip because you're right, he dropped it into a bucket to digs and triple coverage that's a kind of it's one of those no 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 yes type type passes but the red zone turnovers man he hit four of them and you're like okay that's that's fine over the course of 11 games they've all come in the last five I mean this is a situation a problem that's getting worse as the season goes on and then the Von Miller injury I mean if if he if he's forced to miss any significant time uh that certainly brings the Dolphins a little bit closer in the rearview mirror in the AFC East and then you lose potentially that home field advantage that makes Buffalo uh, so special because you, you and I both know not all home field advantages uh, are no, they're not, equal. especially in the NFL. All right, so we've got Vikings potentially silencing the haters last night, and from silence to violence, if our man Stu in Ohio can hang on. 
All right, we got S- Stu. Silence to yeah, violence. He's coming. He's got a he's got a, a take here on Ohio State and Michigan. And then John in New Mexico, Andrew in Memphis. We'll get to your calls. We're gonna react to that Vikings Patriots game and then get to the Dr. Pepper call in line. It's Matt Jones, Randy Scott in for the guys. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Series 6M Channel 80. I don't know what's more fun or less fun or fun at all. Is it watching a scoreless draw where you were the better side or arguing with your soccer elitist friends about the sense of dread that you have when they're overly confident going into this match with Iran, who has more wins in group play than we do, but whatever, that's fine. Yeah, we were one all, one all draw with Wales. Iran beat them 2-0, but no, be plenty confident. Sure, there's a lot in USA soccer and say the last eight years, it gives you reason for confidence. He said sarcastically. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Matt Jones down there uh, at, the, uh, at the KS Bar in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Randy Scott here in uh, Bristol, Connecticut. Hit up the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Football season is heating up, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. America's number one sports book because right now new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NFL. All right, so Matt, one of the uh, – well, actually, the last game on the Thanksgiving slate yesterday was a far more offensive contest than I think anybody expected. I, you know, the total at Caesar Sportsbook was uh, was 42.5 between the Vikings and the Patriots there in Minnesota. And it was two offenses that had struggled, quite frankly, coming in, right? I mean, you got uh, three points aside for each offense the previous week. The only difference there for the Patriots was the fact that they got a, a special teams touchdown there uh, against the Jets, and they were able to win – 
We saw good Kirk Cousins, and the fact that we saw him after sundown was was an amazing uh, sight to, 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 to be a hold. I mean, three passing touchdowns for Cousins for the first game in his season. Was that a, a case of the of the, the Patriots' defense being far more generous than we expected, or did Cousins get out there and earn what we saw? I think Cousins has played actually very well this year, and I think there's a. It, it's very easy to sort of linger and think about the past, and that helped, and that makes you interpret what's happening incorrectly. And I think Cousins played well. I thought he played well yesterday. I thought the bigger story was that Minnesota's defense made a Patriots offense that looked inept, made them look very competent, and that worries me. But for me, the Vikings, they're 8-0 in one-score games this season. It's the longest streak in the NFL. It's one of the most amazing. I mean, 8-0 in one-score games, you just don't see that a lot. So to me, Randy, you look at that and you look at it one of two ways. You can say, well, this team's really clutch. When it comes down the stretch, they make the big play and they win. But you can also say that one-score games have a degree of randomness to them. That, like, if you're in enough one-score games, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. And when you win eight in a row, you think that the regression to the mean is coming and that maybe there's a little bit of luck involved. I'm not sure which is true, but I actually – a lot of people see 8-0 in one-score games and say, this team is special. Sometimes I see it and say, this team is waiting to lose and be upset because they are playing in way too many close games. They are, and it it is something that has a way of regressing to the mean. I mean, you're going to come out on the wrong side of one of these one-score games at some point. You're not going to go flawless in close games in a season. You just hope it's not the one game that ends your season if you're a Vikings fan. I think – they made Matt Jones look incredible. Mac Jones, ah, you're Matt. Excuse me? I think Mac. you just – listen, they did make me look incredible, but to be <laughs> honest, I didn't need their help. Uh-huh. You should see this outfit I have on today. They made Mac Jones look incredible, and that middle of the secondary between the hash marks was wide open for Jones all night long. There are some real issues on the back end of the secondary that the Vikings are going to have to address, but they can get after you uh, you know, they sacked uh, Mack three times. Daniel Hunter got through when Jones absolutely could not take a sack. That's maybe my biggest takeaway. There were some clutch penalties, just awful penalties. There was a special teams breakdown that led directly to a touchdown on a kick return uh, for the Pats. This is a strangely non-Belichickian dumb football team. They are they dumb. They, they might well, be dumb the, has been called. They might be the dumbest Patriots team. Really? Under Bill Belichick, uh, quite frankly. Yeah, they don't play they, – they do make a lot more mental errors than you think. And, by the way, you calling Matt Jones Matt Jones, that's my Twitter feed every Sunday. Oh, my fi- Twitter feed every Sunday is people thinking I'm Matt Jones and talking about how poorly I'm playing. But, I, I, you know, Belichick, this team is not a normal Belichick team, but they've also found a way to stay in it. They are still competitive. I don't know. I mean, that – Right now, the Patriots' percentage chance to make the playoffs is 22%, according to ESPN's analytics. I think they'll find a way to sneak in. Their schedule opens up just a little bit. But to me, the question is the Vikings. The NFC, we talked about earlier, is so open. And you look at a team that puts up the offense that they do, and you look up at a team that has a quarterback that's played as well as Kirk Cousins has, and I don't know how you cannot say that they are, if not 
team one, team two for the Super Bowl, but people just don't seem to act like it with Minnesota. And I think that's the history of the Vikings in the past influencing how we look at them now. It's the history of the, of the quarterback, too. I mean, if you're, it is the most important on-field position there. I think they hit an absolute home run with Kevin O'Connell. I do. I, I, oh, I, definitely, yes. I, I think he's been tremendous. And you can hear it from Cousins. Post-game, he said, this team has so much faith in me. Oh, Con- he's talking about his coach, so his paraphrase, but he has so much faith in me. It moves me to tears at some times. Oh, wow. He said it. It moves me to tears. I feel that way about you. Like, you have a lot of faith in me, and it moves me to tears. And mm-hmm. that, But when you have somebody that you trust that much, maybe that's what Kirk needed to get over the hump. Three passing touchdowns, 30 for 37 against a Belichick defense. That's nothing to sneeze at. Patriots' chances of making the playoffs really take a hit. They're down to just 22%. They're now 6-5, and five, actually looking up at the Jets' Uh, in the uh, in the AFC East, a, a far more competitive division than we expected uh, coming into the season with the way the Dolphins have played as well. All right, Lane Kiffin, where is he going to coach next year? And what he said and didn't say post game after another Egg Bowl loss uh, that has I don't know I I think it opens the door to a move for Lane elsewhere in the SEC, regardless of what he told his team this week. Matt Jones, Randy Scott, in for the guys, Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Chat rooms. <laughs> yeah, they we're going back, right? Are we going back to chat rooms? Geo cities? Like, what, what chat rooms are we talking about? You know, right? when you hear all these rumors on MySpace and you just have to try to try to act like they don't happen. First of all, Randy, the Egg Bowl is the most underrated college football rivalry, and it's not even close. It's always weird. It's always rainy. There's always strange things happening. People in Mississippi doing Mississippi things that are excellent. There are fights in the stands. I love the Egg Bowl. Watch it every year. Secondly, there's not one thing that Lane Kiffin can say that would make me think he's not going to be the coach at Auburn unless they hire somebody else. It's going to be sources have told ESPN it's either Lane Kiffin or Hugh Freeze. I think that's probably correct. Also, Randy, I want you to write this down. Get a pen. You have a pen? Uh, I, I, you know, I'll put it in my notes app. You have an ink pen. Matt Jones. Now, this isn't reporting. I'm just telling you my prediction. Deion Sanders will be the co- coach at South Florida. I'll leave it at that. But – 
the uh, when you talk about Lane Kiffin and Hugh Freeze, one of them's going to get the Auburn job. I think there's a good chance it's Kiffin. And I thought his line, maybe you'll be right, <laughs> it was an interesting little That's, phrase to add to the comment, wasn't it? Thank you. That's exactly right. It's If I'm a member of his team and I sat there and saw this man in a visor and a pullover come in here and tell me on Tuesday I'm not going anywhere, and then two days later say maybe you'll be right, that tells me this is far from closed. And this is way more open-ended than my coach made it seem on Tuesday. Yeah, I, and, and listen, I think it's – you know, he should take the job at Auburn. It's a better job. Come on. And he is the perfect guy for that because he's a perfect foil to go against Saban. You can't out Saban Saban, right? So you can't try to get a guy who, who coaches like Saban. You got to get a dude who's a warrior, who's not, who, who's not scared of Saban. He respects him because he coached under him. He's not scared of him. He's a perfect guy for Auburn. I think he's a much better hire for them than Hugh Freeze because I think the, Hugh Freeze has a lot of baggage. I would have hired Dion too. I think he could have been really good there, but I love the Lane Kiffin hire. And if Kiffin is smart, he'll go there. Old Miss is a cool school. It's a cool environment, beautiful place to go to college, but it's not as good a football program as Auburn. And it won't be because of resources. Lane Kiffin should go to Auburn. It's the yeah, Ed chat rooms. It's a, it's a cool school, but is it cool because of the man who could leave, right? Is I mean, how how cool was Ole Miss? No, I mean, it's just cool. Coach it's just o. cool as like a cool place to be. I'm not saying it's yeah. a cool football school. L- l- there is a ceiling for Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, and it's because where you are. Like it's, I think Ole Miss is kind of a hard job because like your best players in Mississippi are going to get Alabama, LSU are going to try to take them from you, right? Yeah. And I think that makes it very very difficult. I would much prefer to be South Carolina. Kentucky or even Missouri, so you get some distance geographically Hmm. that he does not have at Ole Miss. Auburn, you're a player immediately. The NIL money Auburn has stored up is there. There's tons of it. You can recruit there in a way that you cannot recruit at Ole Miss. That listen, I love Ole Miss as a university, but as a football job, Auburn is a much better job. Canting Carlin, ESPN Radio, Randy Scott, Matt Jones, in for the guys. Stu in Ohio has been holding. For far too long, Stu, we had to deal with some NFL stuff. We got some soccer coming in. But the, <laughs> the floor is yours now that we're talking college football because you, you're taking issue with something from earlier in the show. Stu, you're on ESPN Radio. Yes. Thank you guys so much for your time. And happy. hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. And I want to say at the top of the hour, the best Patriotic America song is America Blank. Yeah, from Team America. Oh, the guys that's that did that's that a good part. one, too. Good so, call. Yeah. Okay, I just want to give a little perspective. I live in northwest Ohio, okay, just south of Toledo. Now, for people that historians will know this, maybe you guys didn't know this, maybe did, maybe didn't. There are sports rivalries that are big. You have the Lakers, the Celtics. You have the Red Sox, the Yankees. But in 1835, the state of Michigan went to war with the state of Ohio, literally went to war. The governors of both states declared war against each other. Michigan sent militia into northwest Ohio. So basically from Toledo, about 20 miles down all the way to the Indiana border, Michigan wanted that because of Toledo and the ports and the canal system. State of Ohio said, no, that's our territory. They sent infantry and artillery up. They got as far as Finley because this is called the Black Swamp. It's a very swampy area. It's a very flat farmland. But the federal government had to stop in. They had to step in and stop the states from actually shooting each other. There were actual skirmishes between different farmers and stuff in the area that were shooting each other. 
But it's literally it was. I really the appreciate Michigan, this. Hi- I really appreciate this history lesson, but that has absolutely nothing to do with the football game. Okay, I mean there was a, there were a lot of events in history that were very very interesting that do not make for a good football rivalry. You cannot. But it was very interesting. I'm glad you said that. I knew nothing about that. But you understand, Auburn and Alabama is historically a better game. Michigan and Ohio State matters a lot this year because of the playoff. But when you're talking about hatred and intensity and history, I'm taking Auburn, Alabama over Michigan, Ohio State. I, I say that with all love and dear respect to you folks. All right, Stu, we appreciate it. Man held on for a while, got his point across. We're all a little smarter. But, I mean, it was a little bit long for the history. What was the year again of the war? 1835. You were not listening, I could tell. I was following every single moment because I like history. Yeah. But, I mean, but football didn't even get invented until, what, 1880? So, come on. Yeah, no, I like history as well. I just thought we were focused on other wars in the 19th century. You know, I feel like as a nation, you know, we had some we had some healing, some fences that need to be mended. But this I was get thirty it. years before that. I thirty understand. years before that, Michigan and Ohio went to war. Apparently, I, although he could be making that up, I war, have no idea. War of eighteen twelve with the English. You know, there's a lot going what on. What year was that? That was 1812. Mm-hmm. 18, no. 1812. Can't confirm. Canteen Carlin's brought to you by AT and T five G. Too much college football is never too much with AT and T five G. We'll go college to the pros. Can Lamar Jackson and the Ravens win the AFC? We're going to answer that. No is the answer. We'll tell you why. And we're going to we're going to play respect it or check it next. Matt Jones, Randy Scott, Canty Carlin, ESPN Radio. You may get called out for something and you just decide, you know what? Fine. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Not going to do it anymore. It, and then it becomes the hardest thing to walk away from. So I've been told <laughs> I've been told I'm on my phone too much during this show as I'm keeping updated on some of these soccer takes. Cause it, I'll Is say that this, what you were looking at with soccer takes? That for, the, for the purposes of the story, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so right, so here's enough. my thing. Like, hockey is this way. Soccer is this way. The, the Venn diagram, the overlap of fans who say, you don't cover our sport enough, and then who complain when you do it. I think yeah, those, the, soccer fans are the worst on that. Those they're two the worst. sports lead the lead the table there. They soccer really fans want you to talk about them, but then if you talk yep. about them and they're not and you're not smart enough, they're like you don't know what you're talking about. Well, look, here's the thing: if you all want mainstream coverage, you have to allow idiots like me to talk about it. I don't know what's going on, but mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to act like it. I'm going to talk about how the four four two should have been a four three three. I mean, whatever, whatever yeah. it is, it doesn't matter. But you can't have it both ways. If you want to succeed and grow. You have to let idiots talk about it, and that is what my advice to soccer fans. I so li- respect that. Checking the formation. I like that. Randy Scott and Matt Jones in for the guys. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. You heard, Matt. It's time for respect it or check it. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Respect it or check it, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. And we're putting focus on a more inclusive sports family here in these United States, and that's football. 
Let's start. Oh, okay. You want to start in the AFC? All right, Dad. I'd love ahead. to. Go ahead. Uh, let's go. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens can win the AFC. Randy Scott, respect it or check it. Can, can. Yes, yes, can. Will, no. But can, yes. I'm seeing some real, some real issues with the Buffalo Bills. This is no longer their conference to run away with. I have some questions, some doubts about Kansas City as well. And I think it is more open than we're willing to give it credit for. I still think the AFC's best is better than the NFC's best. And, yeah, I'd say Baltimore can. Emphasis on the verb here, okay? Emphasis. They can. You're not – Randy, you're not playing the game. It's respect it or check it. And so I say respect check it. it. Ah. He Check it. They cannot, make, they cannot win the AFC. They're still a weapon away. Lamar, I think, is good enough, but they're a weapon away. They still don't have enough. The Chiefs and the Bills are on a, a, a notch above them. They'd have to beat them both, I think, if you look at the way it's going to play out in order to do it. Maybe they can get one. They can't get them both. I check it. All right, Matt. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers will have a second-half surge. Respect it or check it? respect it's gonna be just like a couple years ago now I'm not saying they're gonna make the Super Bowl but Brady has started to hit his groove he got a week off I think you're gonna see him play well again this week the NFC is so open there are six teams that can make it you think I'm gonna bet against Tom Brady betting against Tom Brady is a fool's game yes they will make a surge not I don't know they're gonna make the Super Bowl but they're making a surge they will be in the NFC championship game I promise respect it Mm -hmm. all right respect it Respect it. They'll make a surge. Yes, the schedule is so favorable. They got to play Atlanta and yes. Carolina to close it out in Arizona. Brady's won in that building before. The, who knows if Kyler Murray's going to play? The second half swoon has already started for Arizona. So it's more based on the schedule than anything else. But they're going to have to earn it. They're going to have to go to Cleveland. They always get a tough one from the Saints, and then in San Francisco, and then home for Cincinnati. Conceivably, that's four losses realistically it's two and two most likely and then they have to win those games down the stretch to even make the playoffs so I, I i do respect it because brady is playing better football randy the cowboys are the best fit for odell beckham jr respect it or check it check it check it he needs the ball when he comes back whether his his outsized view of his own capabilities right now just doesn't match his health and he's going to need the football he's not just along for the ride what he did with the Rams last year was go ring chasing but he was a major contributor he's not going to get that in Dallas because that offense runs better as a run first outfit than a pass first outfit yeah I'm going to check it I say if he if he if he wants to win he needs to go to Buffalo. He can be the third receiver there. As a third receiver, he can do exactly what he did with the Rams last year and potentially put him over the hump. I say check it, go to Buffalo, which is a sentence I would never say normally. All right, let's get one more in. Matt, pumpkin pie is the best pie. Respect it or check it? I've never had a bite of pie in my life, so I'm going to check it. Well, I mean, actually, I have no opinion. My entire life, I've never eaten one bite of any type of pie, so pumpkin pie might be the best. It might be the worst. I have no way to know, as I have never had a piece of pie touch this tongue. Are you serious, bro? Never. Cherry pie. Never. Blueberry pie. uh, Rhubarb. Never. Don't even know what a rhubarb is. Chocolate, like Mississippi mud pie. Like, give me, no. Nope. Boston. Boston cream. Nothing. I mean, you could say a lot of words, Key but line. it still is. I've never had it. Look, the thing is, I didn't like cake or pie until about 10 years ago. I decided I would choose one. People couldn't believe I'd never eaten cake or pie. So I started eating cake, but I'm never going to taste a piece of pie ever so that I will always have that unique part to my personality. What'd you have on birthdays growing up? Ice cream. Ice cream. Just, hey, here's ice cream. Just down to here's 31 ice cream. flavors. Happy yes. birthday. 
Here I took, went to Baskin Robbins and just dove in. My man, that that is. I, I I learned something today. Matt Jones, who hurt you? Top five from the Thanksgiving Sports Day. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus.